0: i think it was originally they were trying to come up they were trying to come up
1: that, that was great timing yeah
0: today on alphabetical eleanor rigby Welcome back to Alphabetical,
1: the podcast that goes over the entire Beatles catalog alphabetically, alphabetically, from 12 to Y. I'm Pete the Retailer. I'm John. I'm L. Adam. I'm Alex. (laughs) (laughs) And today we're talking about Eleanor Rigby, 1966's Revolver. Can I make a shout out to Rigby, our pal uh, Tony Faxon from Felice NaviPod's puppy? Yep. Rigby be the dog yeah. named after this song. That's all I got. All right, good night, everybody. <laughs> uh, no, it's a Lennon McCartney song, but really, it's a Paul song. Um, well, even, even that seems controversial. Yeah, I think as the days went on, John was like talking about how much of it he wrote. But. I
0: think I heard seventy percent. I heard was was the highest John Lennon like saying he wrote seventy percent of it.
1: Hmm. Hmm.
0: But uh, it, it sounds, sounds more like a Paul song. Most people seem to disagree that yeah. it's mostly a Paul song. I mean, maybe,
1: maybe musically,
0: right? No, even musically, it uh, yeah. I mean, like a even Paul though song. it's like a
2: minor key and everything, it's still right. Just feels Paul.
0: So yeah. this would be a good example of Paul McCartney maturing, like between Rubber Soul and Revolver. This seems much more ambitious, and clearly pointing the way towards. You know, like Sergeant Pepper and the sweet, you know, the medley in uh, Abbey Road and Paul being at his most ambitious at this point. Uh,
1: This is not, I had an earlier one. We'll get to it this week, but I had an earlier one uh, as my my breakthrough, my sign post. Your Paul Mark? My Paul (laughs) Mark of him maturing. I like that uh, originally when he was kind of kicking it around in his head, it was uh, Miss Daisy Hawkins. What was the type? Miss Daisy Hawkins? Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. I, did you do? Yeah, I did that all day. I, yeah. s- I sang it with Daisy Miss Hawkins, Daisy and Hawkins. I was wondering if it
1: wouldn't have the same impact. You could be, throw all kinds of different, like de Kembe Matumbo. You could just keep going through different names.
0: Well, it's funny you mention that because I heard, a, I read a story researching this that I'd never heard before. Oh, the okay. singer Donovan mm-hmm. claims that he first heard it. Oh. And what Paul McCarty played it for him, and the name of the song was Ola Natungi. Ola Natungi. <laughs> Ola na Ola na Dikembe Mutombo. Blowing his mind in the dark with a pipe full of clay, no one can say. Wow. So I I don't know if Paul was like really fried out of his mind when you were on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: that. Seems like- I've gotten fortune cookies with that on
0: it, so... <laughs> Seems to be a big jump from the subtleties of Doctor Robert to a guy blowing his mind in the dark with a cl- pipe full of clay. Play. Full of mm. clay? Yeah, pipes were made out of clay. Sometimes a pipe full of clay—it's <laughs> defective one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like, it caved in on itself. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. So uh, Donovan. It's funny if-
2: how these songs, like the more maybe the more popular ones, they just keep like sucking up uh, more rumor, legends, and about legends, him. and you know, <laughs> the legend of the Rigby. Wrote-
1: um, there And there's a weird ghost story kind of with this Ooh. song. Huh?
0: Oh, stop it. Not, You're scaring me. No! no!
1: But, not that not, not, it freaked me out a little bit. I'm not scared of it. But it's interesting that, you know, according to Paul, like he was, uh, you know, part of the name came from a store that he was looking at or then he knew somebody else. And, you know, the the name, as as we know, went through a couple of different iterations and he ended up just
0: making this mishmash. Eleanor, I think, came from the actress in Help. Her name right, was Eleanor, right. um, I just wrote it down, Eleanor Braun. Right. And so that was supposedly where they got the Eleanor name.
1: But then if you go into the graveyard. Ah, uh, uh, yes,
2: the tombstone.
1: Uh, St. Peter's Church, where he and John first met and used to hang out when they were teenagers, there was a grave for an Eleanor Rigby <gasps> who died in 1936 or 39 or something like that. That um, is
0: scary stuff Spooky Yeah, I know It, it gave me chills a little bit <laughs> uh, Another name they were playing with Was Father McKenzie Right John Lennon was No, st- Father McCartney, right? Well, it's Oh, I'm it's, sorry Did I just reverse your you story? stepped it's on fine. the story Excuse Jeez. me Sorry <sighs> No, it's all right No, I tell it, John
2: Tell no, oh, the story no. So, Daisy uh, M- <laughs> McCartney uh, Daisy McCartney <laughs> Daisy McCartney went to the tombstone and picked up some rice. Um, oh, so yeah, no, he was saying Father McCartney, right in the original version. And, yeah, it was like uh, a dummy lyric. Yes, yes.
0: And as as John Lennon is wont to do, told Paul McCartney, "You should keep Father McCartney." But <laughs> right,
1: so Paul was like, "No, my dad's a nice guy. He's not.
0: Like, he He's not worried. a sad man. No. <laughs> no. He
1: was worried his dad was going to be people."
0: But then supposedly after the song came out, a priest named Father Mackenzie, I mean statistically there would probably be a Father Mackenzie somewhere, (laughs) said, oh, that song, I was the one who inspired it. Was he the priest at St. Peter's Church where they used to hang out? (laughs) He just saw that whole thing. He was just looking through the window. So uh, yes. Yes. A lot of uh,
2: spookiness in the song. Um.
1: Uh, Number 138 on Rolling Stone's greatest songs of all time. Really? This. Do you have what's above and below it? You want me to read all 137? <laughs> yes. No, read me a 137
0: and 139.
1: No, I don't. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Way to be prepared. Sorry. I, I, hey, do you guys have a? Do you guys have 138? No. Yeah. <laughs> Hot for teacher. Yeah. We are
0: 138. <laughs> <The> teacher 139. <laughs> this was one of the Beatles double A sides. Do we mm. do we uh, uh, with uh, yellow, yellow submarine. Uh, submarine. Ah, sides. Ah, uh-uh. uh, the AA side. And not mm-hmm. the triple A. Mm-hmm. It must um, have been very weird hearing those two as a A and B side because they're. They're both very different from each other, and they're both very different from Beatles songs up until this point. Mm. So it must have been kind of, like, jarring for people to think, like, this is, you know, none of them have, like, strumming guitars and, like, what you think, yeah, 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 and Mm -hmm. woo, and all that stuff. No, yeah, 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 no woo. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) One's happy, one's sad, what's going on? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. so uh, Is this song a downer to any of you guys? Yeah. Okay.
2: Uh, That's a safe bet, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, I always liked the, um, I don't know if you guys have a good memory of the movie, Yellow Submarine, but the, uh, the animation for this track in it is always, uh, one of my favorite parts, you know, a lot of sad people, <laughs> a lot of lonely people, hmm. but, um, I just, all of them. uh, all of them, yeah. I just. Where do they all come from? It. I don't know, <laughs> you know, uh, but, um, yeah, no, it's, it's one of my favorites and, um, You know, George Martin's arrangements are great. And the other one other nerdy thing I could say about it is it's one of these songs where they really played with stereo, like Mm -hmm. very uh, extremely. Right. Because most of the the verse of McCartney or all the verse, like it's all the way to the right. You know, it's just a hard right.
1: That always weirds me out.
2: And then the chorus when he comes in, they bring it to the middle,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, and it's just a great like transition. People really don't do that. I mean, you know, like anymore. But no. uh, you know, they they did it in a few songs. There's other ones that are going to be coming up. But um, coming up, coming up, do they do not coming, coming up, no. 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 But uh, I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs>
0: I would also suggest people listen to the anthology version, which is just the music with no singing. And yeah, it, I was going to say that's my favorite. Like, so It's uh, yeah, your favorite of everything. It's the anthology version. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> all it had to do is a Ringo sing on it. Oh, my right.
1: God. It would be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> this could be Ringo's sad song that we've been looking for.
0: <laughs> so, uh, well, so, so it sounds like we all kind of like this song. Kinda sounds like it. Yeah, kind of. So huh? People find it a bit of a downer. I'm a little
1: bit more mm-hmm. than kind of. Yeah. Sometimes you
0: gotta like a downer, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keeps you balanced. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh Well, I gave it five socks. Five Darn. socks. <laughs> uh, I
1: I'm on the fence. I'm not. I usually do skip this song. Is really? it the fence
0: they built around the cemetery?
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm on it. To keep all the people who didn't show up. Keep all the lonely people <laughs> out. All out. They're yeah.
0: dying to get in. Yeah. Oh,
1: wow. oh, oh. That's a uh, movie poster waiting to happen. Uh, but I understand how you know it's important and it's well done. I just don't want to listen to it too often.
0: I could see your point because I could totally see giving this a four also. Right. But I just well, gave it a five just because like... it's such an iconic. Yeah, but I'm not. So I'm not in for that.
1: Oh, oh look at, at my that integrity. I think I'm gonna go three. <laughs> three. It's you know, it maybe three and a half. Maybe three. It's a little bit better than average, but I still
0: three I... adult socks, one child sock. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly. Three
0: now. socks and one finger puppet. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll go three and a half because it, uh, it gets points for what it is more so than you know the end result. Hmm. Adam, John, more than how
2: it makes uh, me feel I'm sure. going to go with five, where a wedding has been is my unit. I mm-hmm. uh, Love it. I've always loved it. It's a classic. It's great. It's a classic. Uh, it's a classic.
0: Um, yeah. Yes. Adam, I'm going to go four. Four. Mm-hmm. Yes. So a range. Yeah.
1: It's. I can understand, Pete. Like it's not something you seek out all the time. Cause. No.
0: Are there any <laughs> songs you seek out all the time?
1: Well, obviously, uh, <laughs> you know, there's "Cry for a Shadow." Everybody they just go straight to that when they put the album on. But
2: do you have uh, an obsessive compulsive disorder where you're constantly seeking out a song yeah. and then washing your hands?
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm washing my hands in the, the rhythm of the song. Church, the what? With what? The, right, the song is somebody washing, washing their hands? Wiping and just, their hands. Wiping wiping their hands. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's Maybe. fine. I mean, if I had listened to it more, I would
0: know that it was wiping <laughs> and not washing. Right. Uh, covers. This... Um, I went mash-up this time. Oh. There's a song, I don't know, how do you say Madonna's last name? Chicone. Chicone. Yeah. There's a song called Eleanor Chicone, which is ah. a mixture of um, Eleanor the music from Eleanor Rigby with the singing from ray of light by madonna oh which is very uh it's a good uh very dramatic so uh, interesting check it out everybody find that on the internets find it send it to us
1: uh i had two covers uh with that are related because they have basically the same last name one is uh wendy carlos did a version of this on uh i forgot the name of the album but i think uh, 70s to 80s i don't know she did uh, it okay um, an album of all covers, pretty much. Of, of, I mean, most of her, a lot of her work is covered. She does a lot of it, uh, Is it instrumental? Yeah.
2: How? Uh, how? Uh, does totally moogie. Totally moogie.
1: Totally yeah, it's moogie. Moogie is all hell. Okay. Moogie. Moogie. Sorry. Sorry. Eleanor Moogie. <laughs> Eleanor Moogie. Uh, but then Ray Charles uh, does a very kind of. Mm. Uh,
0: Wait, why'd you say they had the same name? Well, Carlos, Charles, Carlos. Charles. Oh, I see. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Um, come on, you're the one bringing up all the Spanish covers. You should know what Carlos <laughs> means. <laughs> I thought it was Whale. <laughs> uh, Carlos the Dwarf. The, uh, Good one. Yeah, I, I like the Ray Charles one a lot, especially with the backup singers, and, and it's, it's more lively, and it sounds, I don't know. I, I feel that kind of sadness from Ray Charles. To, I find that to be more genuine, and I like it more probably than...
0: Might say more than the original. Wow. Paul McCartney must have been very happy when Ray Charles, who he yeah. you know, admired, that must be a great moment when to find out someone you really like covers yeah. your song.
1: Yeah, it's funny how many of the kind of artists that they were into, like the Motown and kind of soul singers, ended up doing Beatles covers.
0: Yeah. Which is uh yeah, I'm sure it was gratifying. I'm not crazy about the Aretha Franklin, Eleanor Ruby. That's a famous one too. Yeah,
1: I've never heard that one.
0: Yeah, it's not not amazing. Yeah. I feel like it's the first time I've purposely pointed out something I didn't sure. cover. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, it's, it's a new so. segment. So <laughs> don't listen to this cover. <laughs> well,
1: unless anybody else has anything to say about Eleanor Rigby, we'll be back tomorrow. Remember, we're here every day this week. Um, what are we gonna talk about? We're gonna talk about every little thing, including the Beatles song, every little thing.
0: Hooray. right here
1: on alphabetical. Facebook, Facebook, Twitter,
0: social media,
1: social media.